Raider Nation, what is the deal, man? Once again, you're back with another episode of the Raiders Recap. And today, man, we're going to preview the game on Saturday against the Rams. Talk about the joint practice that they had yesterday and they're going to be having today, right? And then we'll get into a little stuff about the game against the 49ers last week and what should prepare you for this week. So without further ado, let's go ahead, get that uh, title sequence going, and let's get it cracking. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, Raiders Recap. Jacobs with running room right up the middle, Jacobs is on his way, the Raiders are going to win this game. The Sickest Las Vegas Raiders Podcast, it's going to be sick. the deal you're watching another episode on the sick podcast with the Raiders recap make sure you're tapping on that like and subscribe button and hit on the little notification bell so you get updated whenever we drop episodes like this one right here like I said man we got to get into a little preview for Saturday's game against the Rams right and we got to talk about the joint practices that happened yesterday and is going to be happening today so without further ado let's go ahead and get into it so if we got to touch on the joint practice that happened yesterday right and if you haven't heard already which you should already know max crosby was chin checking dudes on the rams right yesterday and, and funny enough to say it was cam Akers, it was max crosby getting into it but that little scuffle right there i want to say started the raiders to get their mentality correct from because from all reports that we were hearing yesterday right the raiders started off a little sluggish a little slow and that's a, a trend that I've seen happen for the last two weeks now against two different teams doing this joint practice that first day, Rangers start off a little slow, right? And they started off a little slow against the 49ers last week. But they start off slow yesterday, right, and start to pick it up more as the team drills uh, start to go underway. Devontae was back. Hunter was back. Michael Mayer was back. Tyree Wilson came back yesterday. So it was a lot of new juice on the field, right? Now, oh yes, the Raiders did start slow, but from all accounts, they picked it up towards the end of the practice. And this is the very thing that I want to focus on today in today's episode, right? And which is, this is not the same old Raiders that we're accustomed to seeing. Regardless, at the very least, these Raiders are going to be competitive. Why do I say that? Because yesterday, when the Raiders did start slow, and then they started to pick it up, right? Although they started slow, they were still doing pretty good in the practice then. And before, Raiders teams before would be complacent on, okay, we're playing good enough to win the practice, right? Now, no, not this team. This team wants to take it up another notch. This team says there is a standard that needs to be met. And if the standard is not met, then the whole day is a failure because we're not getting better, right? And it starts with your leaders like Max Crosby, Devontae Adams. I mean, shit, even Jimmy Garoppolo coming in here and, and asserting himself and his personality. You're starting to see it rub off on the team, right? And this is why I say it's not going to be the same old Raiders because now there is a standard. Now there is something, expectation that needs to be met within this organization, right? And, and when you're talking about an expectation, it starts with the coaches. The front office starts there. Regardless of what you think about Josh McDaniels and this coaching staff and Dave Ziegler, you have to say, just based off what we're seeing right now, they are changing the culture of the Raiders. And that's the number one thing that needed to be done because the culture of the Raiders has been nothing but losing mediocrity for the past couple of years, right? And now we're seeing it. The standard is the standard. 
You feel what I'm saying? That's basically what it is. If we're not going to meet our expectations at the highest point, then what are we doing? Are we getting better? And this is what this sets this Raiders team apart so far in training camp, so far, sets them apart from other training camps that I've seen. Now, this is my first year doing YouTube, but I've been a Raiders fan my whole life. And, and seeing, right, the training camps before this, you're not seeing that much. This is more intensity than I've ever seen, right, from a Raiders training camp. More intensity than I've ever seen. Who can you attribute that to? Starts with the coach, but also starts with your leaders. So it's good to see that, right? Now, let's get into some specifics in, you know, talking about the joint practices. Jacoby Myers, once again, having an outstanding day, right? Jacoby Myers is the perfect complement to Devontae Adams, somebody who can run routes. We talked about it on this channel already before. This guy is going to pay dividends because he's somebody that can get open by himself, right? And, and too many times in previous Raider years, even if they did have a number one target, they had the number one target, and then somebody else could not get open, couldn't consistently get open, right, on the one-on-ones. Now, you have at least three guys in Devontae, Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, who can all get open consistently in one-on-ones if they're in a one-on-one -on -one situation. And even with Devontae, even if you put two on them, it's not going to matter, right? So Jacoby Myers, again, having an outstanding day. Now, let's talk about, you know, the D-line. The D-line is active. Is that going to translate into the season? That is my question. Because from all accounts, we're seeing some physicality. I'm, we're seeing a different breed of D-line right now, bro. And, and for a Raiders team that is not accustomed to getting pressure, not accustomed to getting sacks, to see this type of energy moving around, it, it's, it's fun to see. It's fun to see. Now, this is what I'm looking for from today's joint practice, kind of leaks into the game. Consistency. Is this D-line, is this defense going to be consistent, right? And, and that's what we really need to pick apart in these preseason games. Even if we're doing well, we can't get too high. Even if we're doing bad, can't get too low. Because at the end of the day, we have to sit there and say, what are we seeing? What are we consistently seeing throughout these weeks, right? And that's what's going to be the real teller. Is this D-line going to be as active, as physical as they were last week, right, against this Rams offense? Because from all accounts, and this is what I truly believe. This Rams offense is better than the 49ers offense. You have a better quarterback you're dealing with, with Matt Stafford, more veteran, more proven, right? More arm talent. I don't want to say more arm talent, but at the end of the day, he's a better quarterback than whatever San Francisco has right now. Boom. You talk about Cooper Cup, one of his favorite targets, and when healthy is a top five receiver. This is a good test for this defense. This is a better offense for this defense. From all accounts from what we heard yesterday, D-line was still active. Remember, they can't hit Matt Stafford. But if they were able to hit Matt Stafford, they accounted for at least four to five sacks yesterday. That's one. Two. All right. I, I was interested to see how the secondary did against Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, and, things, and the Sean McVay offense. They kind of struggled a little bit. Came back down to earth yesterday. All right. And from all accounts, what we were hearing through training camp, what we were hearing through the 49ers camp, picks here, deflections here, pass breakups here. Now, we're hoping that today – after after kind of rough day yesterday, they get back on track. But from, from what I'm hearing yesterday, okay, they uh they, they were okay. Wasn't too bad, but at the end of the day, they were kind of getting cooked on the outside. Now we gotta remember no Nate Hobbs yesterday, okay? I wanna I wanna remind y'all, no Nate Hobbs yesterday. There was no Chandler Jones yesterday as well. So there's a couple of key starters on the defensive side out. And when we talk about no Nate Hobbs, that kind of plays a big role into it. Okay, so 
you're looking at that. But it seems like the rookie got tested yesterday. Corian Bennett got tested yesterday. Marcus Peters got tested yesterday. All right. And, and that's okay. We want that to happen in training camp. All right. I want that to happen now because I do not want to see that shit during the season. You feel what I'm saying? Where it's the Raiders of old, where every goddamn quarterback we play looks like Joe Montana or Tom Brady. No, I don't want to see that. All right. So whatever you got to do to iron out the kinks, let's do it now. So will Nate Hobbs practice? We'll see. Will Chandler Jones practice? We will see. Right. But at the end of the day, there was some starters on defense out and still was a little disruptive. Now, when we're talking about, you know, Tyree Wilson being back, it's good. It's good that Chandler Jones was given the day off yesterday because it allows Tyree to work himself back into the defense. Now, he didn't do no 11 on 11 drill. All right. He didn't do no team, didn't do none of that. But he's out there for his 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 you know, work period with his D-line group. So it's good to see him back out there, and it puts more emphasis on the work that he needs to do if Chandler's not out there. Now, I want to see today if all three of them are on the field, and we know that Tyree is probably not going to be getting any type of team reps this week. They're probably working him back slow, which they should be doing. We do not want this man to get hurt again. He just came back. He's healthy enough to be on the field, so I want him to work his way back slow. But if Chandler, Max, Tyree is all on the field at the same time. I'm very curious to see what that looks like. I want to see what type of pressure we can we can really get with those three. And from the videos I've seen of Tyree yesterday, the man looks powerful. He looks strong. Is that going to translate onto the field? We will see. But he definitely looks the part. He looks the part. So continuing with the defense, all right? Now, we didn't hear as many turnovers as we were accustomed to seeing um, from last week. And maybe it's because it's a new offense, maybe because you're in unfamiliar territory, right? But today, I'm very interested to see how the secondary bounces back. I want to see if the Raiders team as a whole starts to practice how they ended the practice yesterday, right? Because we've already seen, like I said, two straight weeks of starting slow. And I don't want that to become a trend. We all know that what you do during training camp during this period is what starts to trend for you as the season continues. I do not want this to become a trend, the slow start. Raider Nation has become accustomed to seeing that shit. No. We, but the good part about it is now we have leaders on this team that recognize the slow start. And it's like, okay, we're not playing up to standard. Time to get back up to standard. And in one practice period, flip the switch. And that's what we're not accustomed to seeing from a Raiders team. Okay, as a team as a whole, flipping that switch in the same type of of session all right and i kind of attribute that to that's a game how many times have we seen the raiders start fast uh and then let it go let it slip away and too many times to count on one goddamn hand all right you see the raiders start fast and now the game slips away and now they lost the game no now we're starting to see the trend change to where okay even if we're we're playing okay it's not good enough we need to continue to get better and we need to put these guys in the dirt and that's exactly what we're seeing. So will the Raiders offense and defense start off faster than they did yesterday? Will they pick up where they left off uh, for the practice yesterday and start fast today? That is to be seen. How is Jimmy Garoppolo going to look for two straight days? Now, yesterday didn't look too bad from everything you're hearing. Didn't really throw an interception either. Didn't look spectacular, but he didn't look bad either. Okay, from B-minus type of grade for Jimmy Garoppolo yesterday. Found a couple of deep connections with Philip Dorsett, okay? So 
all that shit about Jimmy can't throw deep, even I've said it a couple of times. And I will come on here and say, if he, so far, he's proven me wrong. All right. Even I've come out here and said, maybe Jimmy is going to have a deep ball issue. So far, he's not had that issue. So I have to eat my word so far. And I have no problem saying that. Like I said, if he can throw, that's all good for us. I don't give a damn. I'm hoping that he can. So we're seeing Jimmy continuously getting his rhythm. But what are you expecting from Jimmy's going to be steady? You feel what I'm saying? That's that's how I feel Jimmy's going to be for the whole season. Steady. All right. He's just not going to be anything super spectacular. Will he probably shatter whatever passing records he had previously before this? Yeah. And why is that? Because, I mean, just look at the weapons he has. Just look at the weapons at his disposal. So he should pass whatever passing records he's had before this. But Jimmy's going to be steady. Jimmy's not going to do nothing super spectacular. He's going to be what you need him to be. And that's exactly what he's going to give you. So at the end of the day, right, we were judging Jimmy off the consistency. I don't want to judge him off of, oh, he doesn't have 300 yards or he doesn't have 40 touchdowns. You know what I mean? Jimmy has to be consistent regardless of whatever we do. Red zone consistency, you know, uh, 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 25 to 25 consistency. That's what we need from Jimmy Garoppolo. And so far, we're seeing it. All right. Now, yesterday in the red zone period, I believe he found Devontae and Jacoby a number of times, right? And then they settled for a field goal on one of the possessions. But at the end of the day, we're seeing already Jimmy is paying dividends at the most important part, and that is the red zone. Because too many years the Raiders have struggled in the red zone, not converting touchdowns, okay? You need touchdowns in today's NFL. You cannot win with just getting to the red zone and getting three points. It's not good enough. It's not good enough to beat Kansas City. It's not good enough damn near to beat the Chargers now, right? You got you to gotta put them in the dirt. And so we're seeing that mentality starting to surface itself now. Okay, so we continue. On the offensive side of the ball, let's look at the offensive line. The offensive line, Dylan Parham was not out there yesterday. If you don't recall, he got hurt during the 49ers preseason game last week. Seemed like a concussion, so they're keeping him out. And you know how this Raider regime does with, with players who are injured. They love to take their time, right? They don't want to rush anybody back. And that's something that I really appreciate. As a former player, and I know some of you guys, no, they should, they should put him back on the field. And even some of y'all are saying that with Tyreek. Listen, bro, if you ever played sports, you ever played football specifically, you understand and you appreciate when a training staff, when a coaching staff is not trying to rush you back on the field and they want your best interest, right? That's what you appreciate. It's the best interest. They do not want to rush their players back out there for a more longer, more sustainable injury, right? No, we want them to be as healthy as they can be before they get back on the field. And then when they get back on the field, they can hit the ground running as fast as possible. So that's what I like about them. So Dylan Parham was held out today. No practice for him. So we got to see, you know, other people step in there. Brandon Parker was placed on the IR, I believe. He was placed on the season-ending IR. So, you know, prayers up to him. Second year in a row, man, he's gotten hurt. And regardless of what you think of Brandon Parker, you know, he at least worked his ass off to get back on that field this year. After last year, having a season-ending injury again, you know, so he worked his ass off to get back on the field, man. So it sucks to see that he won't be able to enjoy the fruits of his labor, of his hard work, you know what I mean, to at least have a chance to play at least. So regardless of how you feel about Brandon Parker, it's still prayers up to him, right? We want him to, to, to be a part of Raider Nation regardless, man, because he works his ass off for Raider Nation. And he's one of the longest-tenured Raiders on the team. So 
at the end of the day, prayers up. Hopefully, it's a speedy recovery, right? But he wasn't out there. But speaking of the tackles positions, we're seeing guys like now more chances for Dalton Wagner, somebody who I was impressed with were our last preseason game. Very impressed. I like the way he gets down. So I like Dalton Wagner. I like guys, you know, Justin Haran's getting more work. Who will be a swing tackle. Thayer Mumford will get more work, right? Jermaine will get more work. Jermaine Illuminor. So it's a lot of guys getting work right now. So this offensive line, they're rotating a lot of guys. They're seeing, you know, who, who, who can take the brunt of the work. The first team reps so far, it looks like in the head of the right guard competition is Greg Van Roten. So this is a guy who is a veteran who has played for a number of teams, who is a solid guard. Nobody's going to be super spectacular, but he's solid, right? So Greg Van Roten seems to be in the lead for that. But you're seeing guys like McClendon Curtis, undrafted uh, rookie free agent, who I was impressed with as well, you know, coming into that. So he is showing himself. So the offensive line is getting good work. They're shuffling guys. You know you know the mainstays like Parham, Colton Miller, Andre James. Those are your three who are for sure – going to be playing on the line, but that whole right side is still shuffling, shuffling the changes. So this practice today, right, Saturday's game is going to tell us a lot about, you know, who is going to be now heading the right guard competition. So that's still going on. Let's talk about the running backs now. When you look at the running backs, with Zamir in the last game against the 49ers, he didn't do anything terrible, but for me, he was a loser for me because he didn't show anything spectacular either. He didn't show anything that I felt like gave Raider Nation confidence to say, even if Josh Jacobs was not to come back for an extended period of time, we can rely on him, right? He didn't show anything that made you say, oh, yeah, this is the guy. So, and I'm not saying he played terrible either because he didn't play terrible. He just didn't show anything spectacular. Not like when you got the Raider legend, right? The Raider myth and, and, and mystery. Sincere McCormick, right? When he popped onto the field, you instantly saw a change of pace, instantly more explosive, instantly faster, quicker, right? And, and from all accounts, yesterday, he had another good day, uh, uh, enough for where beat reporters are starting to take notice. People on the side are starting to take notice and say, this guy is, uh, he's starting to make plays. He's starting to open eyes a little bit. So keep your eye on Sincere McCormick, right? And, and if, you're, if you're looking at the updates for today, see if you, if you, see his name pop up again because if you keep seeing his name pop up again i'm pretty sure that he's going to get a lot of work on saturday which he should because i don't want to see guys like amir abdullah brandon bolden you know like why do we need to see these guys we don't need to see those guys we already know what they do we need to see dudes like sincere mccormick Britton brown more of zamir white because these are the guys that are younger and are unproven we don't know what they can do so Keep your eye out for him. We're definitely going to be seeing him on Saturday. And if he continues to make his little push and make his name known, who knows what can happen for him for the season. So, boom, right there, right? That, that's another one. Um, let's shift over to the defense, the corners. Like I was talking about, the corners had a pretty rough day. One corner stood out, though, and it's my guy Sam Webb. Sam Webb had himself a nice interception yesterday. All right, the one. The one interception that the Rangers defense had was from Sam Webb. And it, by all accounts, it was a very, very athletic play. And this is a guy that I think has a chance to make the roster. He, I know the coaching staff love him. Most of Raider Nation love him. I, 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 like, I like his measurables. I like the way he plays the position. I really think that with more coaching, this guy can be a very solid piece for your secondary. So 
You know, I think he's on, he may be on the bubble, but I think he's, he's inching his way to having his secure spot. If he continues to play how he played. Now, remember he had his interception in the game versus the 49ers. And now we're sitting here saying he got an interception yesterday against the Rangers joint practice, stacking the days together. And what do we want to see? This is what I'm saying on my channels, you know, and this is what I'm consistently preaching. If, 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 if whoever is going to be out there has to be consistent, right? If you're going to be on the field, you have to be consistent because that's a trait that Raider Nation and Raider teams have not had in I don't know how long. Consistency. All right. You play good one week. Next week, you play down to your competition who you should be, right? But you're playing down. You fuck around lose. Boom. Then it goes like that for the whole season, up and down, roller coaster. No, we need to keep level heads, consistency. So whoever can show the most consistency in this training camp is going to be the people who make the roster one and find themselves on the field too. So Sam Webb had himself an interception yesterday. Like I said, no uh, uh, Nick Hobbs. So we were kind of limited there. But, you know, you're seeing that. This secondary got tested yesterday. Besides, you know, who had the good play, Sam Webb, the secondary got tested. So how will they perform today? Got to continue to look at that. So, boom, that's that, right? Now let's transition to our quarterbacks. I know I'm bouncing around a lot, but it's a lot of information to give y'all, bro. It's a lot of information to give y'all. We got to catch y'all up. So let's bounce to the quarterbacks. We already talked about Jimmy Garoppolo. Now we got to talk about who's behind. Now, I know a lot of people do not like Brian Hoyer. Okay, maybe specifically because of the age thing. But I'm going to tell you right now, anybody that's talking about cutting Brian Hoyer or getting rid of Brian Hoyer, it's not a good move. It's not a good move. Why? Because he pays more dividends than just playing on the field. You're hoping that he does not. He doesn't have to get on the field. That's the hope, that he does not even have to get on the field. And why do I say we have to keep Brian Hoyer? You have to realize, while Jimmy is playing the games and he's preparing for the games, who do you think is getting young Aiden O'Connell ready in the background? It's not all Josh McDaniels, although most of it is Josh McDaniels, but you got to understand having a player like Brian Hoyer to sit there in the background with your young quarterback who has a lot of promise, all right? And we already know what he did in that preseason game from Aiden O'Connell. We saw what we saw. Now, can he continue that? That's my question for him. But you're seeing, you know, Brian Hoyer pay dividends because he's teaching that young guy in the background with Josh McDaniels, with Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy's only focus this year is to play football. We do not, I don't want Aiden O'Connell out there this year, not this year. And although he looked good last week, right? That's what I'm saying. Can't get too high. Can't get too high, can't get too low. Although he did look good last week, one, we have to see if he can consistently do it. So if he can come out this week, and give me the same type of performance, I might get a little more excited. All right, the train is really going to start rolling. But, you know, if he can come out here and give me that next week, cool. But we still fully don't know what he is, right? We still fully don't know. Although he had a good game last week, we have to see. What's the name of the game? Consistency. So we have to see. So Jimmy's, Jimmy's game this year is only predicated on being the starting quarterback, right? He'll, hate, he'll help Aiden O'Connor in the background a little. But his – Primary focus is going to be playing the game. Now, Aiden O'Connell, although I think he's very talented, I don't think this is his year this year. I don't want him on the field this year. I would love to do what Kansas City did with Patrick Mahomes and let your boy rest. Let him mature for one year. Get the game. Get the rhythm of the game. And next year, 
Imagine how bad, how much better he will be next year, right? So, and Brian Hoyer's job, Brian Hoyer's job is to sit there and teach this young man in the background the whole year because you're hoping neither one of him or Aiden O'Connell has to get on the field and they're just watching Jimmy do his thing this year. And maybe Jimmy gets another year next year. Who knows? But as far as the quarterbacks, Brian Hoyer looking good, okay? He's looking good as well. Primary because he knows the offense like the back of his hand, right? Aiden O'Connell looked good yesterday again, right? So we're seeing these quarterbacks having their effect on the games now. All three quarterbacks are okay. They're, they're good, right? Now, remember, we're not getting anything spectacular from all any three of these quarterbacks right now, right? Because, one, we don't know what Aiden is. We know what Brian Hoyer is. We pretty much know what Jimmy Garoppolo is. So, at the end of the day, we're not getting anything spectacular. What we're getting is steady play. And who else, whoever can give us the best steady play is going to be on the field. And this year, it has to be Jimmy Garoppolo. You just paid him the money. So it has to be Jimmy Garoppolo. Now we can start talking about Aiden next year or towards the end of the year. But no, we don't want him out there this year. This year, he sits in the background and learns. And that's what Tyree Wilson is doing. That's what most of our rookies are doing, right? Sitting in the background, learning, right? Except for a handful like Jacorian Bennett, Michael Mayer, guys of this nature, who I didn't really hear much from yesterday. Michael Mayer was back on the field, didn't hear a lot from him. But he's back on there. They're probably working him back slow because, remember, he was working with that little injury, whatever he had. But Jacorian Bennett, you know, Michael Mayer, maybe uh, uh, Byron Young, guys of this nature, Trey Tucker. These are guys who are going to be playing, right? Maybe have a background role, but they're going to be playing. So at the end of the day, the Raiders are relying on a lot of young players who, in these joint practices, are getting valuable, valuable reps, all right? Valuable reps that are better than the preseason game, to me. Because you're seeing starters. You're seeing ones that go against ones, right? And, and that's what you need. If you're going to have a young guy out there, I want him to go against a Matt Stafford, struggle a little bit, right? Get his ass handed to him a little bit. How will he come back today? That's the question. So there's a lot of good information that we're going to be seeing today. So make sure you guys stay by, stay tuned. I'm hoping that I can get a video out to you guys tomorrow, right, to show what happened today, and then bring the whole joint practices in as a whole. And then tomorrow, if we can get a video in, we can go ahead and then do a preview of what we should be seeing for Saturday's game against the Rams. So remember, make sure you guys are hitting the like and subscribe button. Hit the little notification bell, man, so you don't miss any of the episodes that we got dropping on the SIG podcast. Remember, this has been the Raiders Recap, man, and we will see you next time. Hopefully, we'll see you tomorrow with some more updates. So let's get this title sequence up out of here, man, and I'll see y'all next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Raiders Recap on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.